This episode is brought to you by the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. Hey friends, Mina and I created the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge, and we're inviting you to take it with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is, your purchasing power matters now more than ever. Head to shop1in5.com to take the pledge. Make that commitment to shop one in five of your purchases towards a small business. We also invite you to shop the directory if you don't know where to find other small businesses. It's right there on the page. And we're asking for you to share the pledge. Imagine if each of us told three to four people about the Shop One in Five pledge. It would be an incredible and life-changing for so many small businesses. Tell your friends, your family, and your social network. It costs nothing extra and makes a world of difference. Our purchases have the ability to change lives. Okay, let's jump in. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey everybody, Jacqueline and Mina here, your co-hosts of the Product Boss Podcast. Today, we will be sharing a conversation we had with a fellow female founder. You see, we believe women helping women is what the world needs more of. Introducing our female founder episodes, where we interview fellow female entrepreneurs and highlight their small business. Our goal is to shine a spotlight on product businesses to encourage our community to support each other learn from each other, buy from each other, and lift each other up. So let's jump in. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode, another Female Founders episode of The Product Boss. We are so excited today. We have Brooke of Be Happy on, and she has an incredible business. And we're going to talk about how she is running a six-figure product-based business from an RV that she is driving around the country in, homeschooling her children, and making just growing this incredible business. So Brooke, welcome to the podcast. Really quick. I want to say that RV for everybody listening started in Ankeny, Iowa, where I live. So she was the one product boss that was in my town before I met her. She packed up everything, sold everything, went to RV, created a six-figure business. And here she is being interviewed by me, no longer living in the same town. So... (laughs) I mean, it's a little bit better. Just <laughs> we'll be back this summer so we can connect. <laughs> so tell us more about your business, Brooke. <laughs> be Happy is a handmade hat brand that gives back to children's hospitals. We create modern, colorful knit pom-pom and crochet slouch hats that we hope puts a smile on people's faces and um, inspires them to kind of live life in the season that they're in. It's a like you guys said, Be Happy is a bit more than just a brand. It's our lifestyle, um, our mind frame. So we sold our home, Central Iowa, in July of 2019 and all of our possessions. So I run it from 42 
feet, and I manage a team of knitters from across the U.S. So as we travel the U.S., we also use a portion of the proceeds to purchase wishlist items for child life services at the different hospitals. So we kind of, um, we were in Houston, so we'll donate wishlist items there and um, just trying to do a little social good. And you don't you have two boys that you world school as well and homeschool, right? I have, yeah, so I have, I have two boys and a daughter. Oh my, do you have a daughter? She added mm-hmm. on an extra child. <laughs> you, uh, Maureen have accomplished nothing in my, with my life. I'm thinking so. Like you are doing an amazing job, Brooke. Just so Thank proud you. of you. Thank you. So how is it working in your 42 feet? of space where, cause you still knit, you still, you still knit some of the hats that you're manufacturing for mm-hmm. to ship out to customers. Yes. So I create some, and then I also have a team of knitters and crocheters that do production kind of on various levels. And so being a seasonal business, I think that has kind of helped being able to manage it in such a small space. We build a lot of inventory during the summer and we do love Iowa. Um, it's where I've lived for you know, 30 plus years, but we don't like the winters. So we go back to Iowa during the summers. And um, so we have just kind of, we build the inventory and um, I, this year we'll be at my parents' house. So I'll have like kind of our inventory shipped there. But then once the season starts, we load everything up and um, hit the road. So I I probably could have a lot more personal items, but uh, a lot of our space is taken over with like supplies and hats, but um, you just, you make it work. And it's, it's been a fun process. And so do you ship from on the road? You do, yes. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, and that was kind of part of it is that I needed to find um, like a program. We have a mailbox that um, yeah, obviously we use for like legal service, or legal issues and stuff like that. But I was having a hard time finding a service or a system that would allow us to ship from a location, but then have a return address that was different it seems really simple, but I was having a really hard time um, doing that. They all wanted to put the return address as where it was shipping from. So it took a little bit of time to kind of find what worked for me. And that is ship station right now. Um, so mm-hmm. I will just put in the location where I know we're going to be shipping from. And, um, you know, prior to when we go to the destination and then it calculates it based on that. So I'll ship from locations. That's one thing that we look for when we're choosing our route is how close the post office is. So I love that. Anybody who wants a free trial, go to the productboss.com slash <laughs> insert plug. Um, also shipping easy does that too because www.theproductboss.com slash shipping easy. <laughs> and because um Sometimes when I go on vacation, I will take my stuff with me because mm-hmm. uh, my labels are so small. I'll buy envelopes wherever I am. And we've stayed in Florida, for example, for 10 to 14 days. And I'll take my little Dymo printer and pack that and send that. But you have to edit the from to be whatever post office that you're shipping from. So mm-hmm. totally get that as well. So you can do that on both. So <laughs> so yes, insert plugs here. There you go. Yes. <laughs> well, we just we the reason why too and the reason why we are um, affiliates with them is because we those are the out of all the shipping companies we've worked with, those are the two that we really like and that we yeah. stand behind. So so Brooke, I love it because Shipping in general is confusing, right? Shipping in general is a bit of a pain. And here, people, anyone that thinks in the future about complaining about shipping needs to think about Brooke's life where she has to plan <laughs> out her trip around America based on where she can ship 
from? Like, I mean, just those conversations, but it's so cool because you're, you're so mobile and you've also Mm -hmm. figured out how to scale your business to being a six figure business mobile. Right. So how many people are on your team right now? I have a team of eight and growing and growing because we're, you're in our mastermind right now. And so we are definitely working with you on growing because you have so many opportunities coming your way right now that your, your business is booming and that we want to help you keep up with with that, right? Supply and demand. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of demand. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. So how is it working with managing this team? Do you find it easy to manage? Cause a lot of people, so here's where I'm going with this. A lot of our product bosses are initially start maybe as the maker and then they figure out that they're perhaps the bottleneck or they can't grow because there's only so many hours in the day that you can actually make and sell, right? You're going to hit capacity. And so you've started figuring this out of, of taking some of this making process and having other people make, make for you. So you're employing people, you're giving people jobs, you're still, you're doing good. But how's that going with you as you're growing your team? It's a, it's a process. A lot of people do knit and crochet, but obviously when you're selling, you know, the product, it has to look exactly the same. So the process of, of adding a team member is a bit stressful and takes um, some logistics. But I think the biggest thing is just, you know, the communication with them and everyone does it on different levels. I have like my um, some old church members back in Ankeny that knit for me and they do it, they're retired and they do it on, on a different level. Whereas I have some stay at home moms who have hours of time because their children are in school and that's when they, you know, crank out a bunch of hats. So it's been a process and it, I think it's always going to be evolving. Um, but yeah, I think communication has kind of been the biggest thing. Yeah. If I remember correctly, Brooke, you actually knit, do I call it knit or crochet? I do both. (laughs) (laughs) You make your hats and Mm -hmm. knit and crochet in the mornings. And then you actually spend time with your family in the afternoons. Is that right? Yeah. Well, kind of vice versa. So we, I mean, it it was a process. So, I mean, we lived, you know, a traditional suburban life. Our kids went to school um, and then I could kind of create and then, you know, spend time with them. But then once we started this whole travel lifestyle, it was how do I manage a business and homeschool? So I kind of, I like to time block. And so like in the morning, I, I work on my social media, answer emails, whatever that is before the kids get up. And then between eight and noon, um, we do the homeschool. I don't, you know, think about the business. I don't do anything like that. Um, and then the kids eat lunch. I answer emails and an afternoon is kind of our free time. So that's when I really try to knit or, you know, do the business aspect of it. When she says free time, she's literally <laughs> knitting and her kids are playing on a playground or they they're are. like at a picnic or they're like reading under the it's trees. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not sure how she's doing any of this, to be honest. <laughs> like, And I even miscounted her children. She actually has three. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> but it's true. And I'd love for all of you to follow Brooke at Be Happy um, because, and we'll put it in the show notes, but you'll follow her and her, her adventures, which is one reason that I think a lot of people follow, right? It's really interesting to see this family that sold everything and that's world schooling and traveling America. But then also she integrates her knitting, right? So I remember seeing like, I think it was your boys playing on the top of a mountain somewhere. There were trees. I don't know. And then there was like, you're knitting, you know, you're at a campground and you were knitting. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's amazing. And plus I, the way that you knit and how fast you knit is kind of <laughs> bonkers. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like you don't even have to look down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think it's because I'm always like watching a kid run around. So I have to like 
stay productive and then keep my kids safe. I mean, if we get podcast and look at it, watch our kids, but instead we just, you know, yeah. <laughs> what, no, what kids? The door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently in a car recording this podcast and that's kind of the idea of making it work. So, you know, I actually want to go back to March of 2020 um, because at that time we were just asking you sort of like what's happened in your business? How have you grown? You know, you've grown so quickly and um, the six figure business and from the road. So what I, I back in March, I think it was March, I decided on Instagram to do this plank or 60 second plank or video challenge. And so I just remember I, I tagged a bunch of people that followed us on Instagram. And I was like, I think Maureen was one of them. I was like, you either need to hold a plank for 60 seconds or do a video for 60 seconds. And majority of the people chose video over doing that's how much everybody hates planks like one person i think did video and plank at the same time really to challenge <laughs> it but so that was kind of the beginning i think like you said that you took you took that challenge um and so would you mind just talking about that like the growth of you showing up and what you've realized that people want to see from you on social media and how that's really grown your presence yeah when we started this process a year and a half ago i was very convinced that i was going to you know have two aspects of it. It's going to be the business part. And then I'm going to do the family and the travel separate. Um, but then the more that I thought about it and the seasons of life that I've been through, you know, part of it is just making it work. If you have this dream and you, you know, that can be multifaceted, just show them that, you know, where you're making <laughs> sacrifices on space and, you know, various things just to follow your dreams. So, for me, I remember listening to the podcast. We were in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and things were really starting to like escalate as far as the pandemic. Um, and that was kind of the pivoting point where I'm like, I'm going to show them that my cabinet is my office. You know, I can still make it work. I, you know, do I wish I had some, you know, special branding and all this fancy stuff? Um, yeah, but I'm going to keep it simple and, um, show everybody kind of how we make it work. And that's keeping things simple. It's stripping down, you know, life and just showing up. Um, so I started to really incorporate kind of some behind the scenes. And people have a lot of questions, you know, they're not maybe necessarily looking to travel and sell everything like we did, but they want to maybe simplify their life because they feel like some things are, you know, kind of sucking the life out of them as far as giving them too much they're having to focus on different things that they don't want to, or they want to start a business and they don't know where to start. And so I, I have it, just the showing up has really has made an impact, you know, as far as on our brand. And I think, you know, we hope to inspire others. And was it easy for you to show up? You think? No, I mean, I literally, it, it's still like makes my stomach kind of like turn over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I started, I, I think I, I listened, I can't remember what, but I listened to one of your podcasts or something about showing your face. And so I had like uh, six months ago, I had done a brand shoot and I had never used the pictures because I don't want to be the face of the brand. I don't want to, you know, show my face. I want the product. And then I started listening. And so I put a couple pictures here and there. And those were the ones that got a lot of engagement and, you know, started creating some traction. So then I did the video and I probably recorded it Oh man, at least 25 times before I felt confident. Um, but I, I did it. And I think before I did one video when you did the challenge and then I started to do more videos, like just with my hands talking and build up my, <laughs> my confidence in it. Um, and then now I just, people want to be relatable. They want to know, 
your struggles. They want to know your, you know, your wins. So I feel more comfortable. Do I love it? No, but I do it. Yeah, but you do it. That's right. Right. I remember um, the thing that piqued my interest, of course, was that you were from Ankeny, Iowa. And I was like, oh my gosh, this girl, she's from Ankeny. Can you believe it? And I remember looking through your photos and there was a few and I was like, this is how you wear a slouch hat. I know it sounds so simple, like where, how to wear a hat, obviously stick it on your head. Um, but she had like done, Brooke had done like this thing where she showed herself pulling the hat to make it look more slouchy. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's how people make it look like that. You know, so a lot of us go through life and we assume that people know about our product or they know how to wear a hat. <laughs> and it's, it is not true. So even showing your face in the simplest way and repeating yourself over and over of how to do certain things in your business and just showing up like what Brooke said, I think is so important and forcing yourself to display it in your lifestyle, but even in very simple ways, like even if it means just putting the hat on your head and showing how you pull it, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, being 2020, I did a lot of shows. And so not being in person, I mean, our slouch hats were always a hit because people see them, then they want to try them on, they wear them, we look in the mirror, you know, we talk about it. Um, so that was part of it too, was that showing up to show people, you know, how to wear the saw chest because I couldn't be there in person. So, you know, sometimes you think that there are some simple things that people just assume and they know what to do, but um, showing up on video has been game changer for Be Happy. Do you think that's as much as I didn't like out? that. <laughs> I know. Well, it's like the same thing with a plank, right? None of us really want to work out. But <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> but do you think that's what um, took your business to getting to six figures? Like, do you think that it was the showing up and doing video? or And it doesn't have to be. I'm just curious what you think really kind of like changed the path of your business. Yeah, I think it's a combination of showing up kind of showing my face and knowing, um, letting people know, you know, kind of what our brand is about and um, the person behind it. But then I also think just being relatable, like I'm a mom, I have my ups and downs. It's not, you know, it's not always this picture perfect day. You know, we all have our struggles. Um, do I wish I could go to bed a little bit earlier every night? Sure. But I'm staying up later, you know, I'm making the effort to, create, you know, create the dream that I have wanted. This hasn't always been my dream. I have my doctorate in physical therapy, and this is not what I envisioned, <laughs> you know, where I would be, but this is my season of life and I'm accepting it. And I'm going to, you know, do everything possible. Accepting it. You're killing it. <laughs> um, also, Brooke is also like Jacqueline said, in her mastermind and she just makes it work. I mean, literally, you know, she has a six-figure business. She makes it work wherever she's shipping from. She has kids that she world schools slash homeschools, whatever you call it. She makes that work. You know, her husband's probably there driving the RV. I have no idea, <laughs> right? You know, and she's in the mastermind and wherever she is, she makes that work. So she makes commitments to that ongoing um, season of her life. And I think that that's really important because when you think about the video or plank challenge, it's not that the plank is going to lead to the six pack, right? You won't get a six pack of abs by one plank. You also will not have a six figure business from one video. It takes showing up over and over again. And I think that that's really important. And she showed up in a very genuine way and it's so inspiring. And I think that that's what people really love about you is, you know, you're, it's, 
it's a lifestyle. It's, it's you, it's the, you showing up for them. It's you being in all these different places and they kind of vicariously live through you, but you do it in a very approachable way, like a very humble way. And, um, it feels very real. You know, it doesn't feel like Instagrammy, you know, by any means you just show up as you are and it's, and then you attract the, the people that really enjoy that. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just, you know, part of it is that in Instagram, I think, or social media in general has really evolved. It used to be a perfectly curated feed, but people just, people want to buy things from people who they can relate to when they know who, you know, who made it, what they're about. Um, I know, you know, there's certainly been a shift in that, you know, in that mindset with as far as people making purchases. Yeah. And I think I think it's the authenticity too. I want everyone that's listening not to think like, oh, I have to sell everything, get an RV, and have some sort of really uber interesting life, right? Like, because I know a lot of us are. Well, I'm not. I'm currently in a snowstorm in Nevada, <laughs> but in my car. But um, but the idea though is like you can still create authentic interaction and people buying from people still with the life that you currently lead. Because each of you have a special talent, a different business, a different way of of um, meeting needs or wants or desires of your customers. Like, you know, you may have older kids, you may not have kids, you may have fur babies, like you may be retired and added this onto your business. So, but there's something interesting about everybody's story and it's uniquely mm-hmm. your own. So, yeah. <laughs> what, I cut I out? No, no, no. I think it's so funny because you're two of the most interesting people that I know. who's in an RV traveling the world doing all these different things. Jacqueline, who drove cross country, is living out of an Airbnb and is at the end of her driveway in Utah, but she's kind of back and forth, right? So interesting. It seems like uh, this plethora of interesting stories, like the most interesting women alive. And then there's me who's in Iowa, see the same people 24 seven, do the same thing over and over. And I still feel like it maybe not be interesting, but people's it's not boring to people like never feel like you're boring, you know? And so it doesn't have to be interesting at all. It just has to be that you show up a lot of the times, you know? So don't feel like you even have to be not boring, just show up as you are where you are. And I think that that is so helpful. But it's also showing the behind the scenes. So like, you mm-hmm. know, Mina goes on walks and she'll show you yeah. the snow outside or, you know, her kids sitting around doing what they're doing or her family. So the idea here mm-hmm. is, is that you just kind of identify the things that you're already doing. I think, Brooke, you were the one who said, which I love, that you just sometimes you'll document your process. You'll pre-record mm-hmm. it, right? Like knitting or like you'll get an order, you'll develop a hat, and you'll pre-record it and then you'll use it later for content. And I think it's that same idea for anyone here. Like, if you do something every day, you go get coffee every day in the morning, mm-hmm. people might find that interesting to follow your phone to the coffee machine as you pour your cup of coffee, right? That's like kind of an intro to who you are that day. So I think it's just the easiest way to show up is sometimes picking things that you're already doing, especially for all of you that are makers or you're shipping or you're manufacturing or whatever you're doing. Like that's something that's interesting and, and not full of product losses, but cons- customers and consumers are going to watch that and be like, Oh, this is a real business. Cause like, we don't know how like target who's behind target, right? Like what do their offices look like? Is that even interesting? Like we're just buying product. Where is this product coming from? But if they were to open the doors and kind of let you see some of the behind the scenes, that would be really interesting to see how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we're all, we're all the same. I mean, we're all chasing our dreams and we're going to make it work no matter 
you know, the situation, whether you have five hours or two hours or half an hour each day, um, you know, and that's the biggest thing for me has been to focus on certain tasks during certain parts of the day. Like you guys talked about, um, I think it was today on the hot tip Tuesday, right? Yeah, that was I blacked today, it out. Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, All the routines. Yeah. I like talked it, about ideal week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I have a whole list of, you know, of to do's instead of running and trying to check them all off, it's I'm going to do this at this time, this at that time. Um, and you just, you make it work and just be relatable to people. We're all the same. We're chasing our dreams and, um, just hustle. Yeah. Kristen on Facebook here, she said it's relatable because she said, what if you have no life? That's why I said, you know, even it's relatable when you have no life too. Right. I, I, I actually would stop myself actually from posting my walks. Cause I was like, Oh, people don't care about me taking these walks, but it's something that I do to break up my day as I'm working. Right. I like to do the walk and talks. I like to, um, force myself to go on a walk and kind of go away from my computer. And now I just show the same me walking the same path every single time. So I think it is about just showing up and, and people still enjoy it and just putting yourself out there, even when you don't think it's interesting, but you know, it's something that even you can tell with Brooke that it's beyond the product itself, right? It's talking about more than just the product. And in her case, a lot of people will buy hers because they know it's handmade. But it's even more than the fact that it's handmade, to be honest. You know, it's it's the whole the whole story of all the things happening, of them seeing who's behind it and really you being the person that they're kind of cheering on when they vote they vote with their wallet. I also think Brooke shows up a lot more on social media because she's actually, maybe her day is full of more things sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you're going to go to a new place that she's going to show it perhaps. And like, it just pings us. Like the reason Nina and I have both purchased from you before we ever even worked with you was that we followed you, you followed us on Instagram and like, you would always be at the top in the stories. And so I want you all to just think about that. Like, if someone interacts with you, if you, the more you show up consistently throughout the day, the more that you're going to kind of remind them that of your presence. And then that day that they're going to just, they're going to remember, Oh yeah. Like I bought my hats on my way into winter on my way on this road trip. Mina had bought hers, I think in the summer, um, like a mm-hmm. slot chat. So, so the idea is, is like, it's just like when that pings for your customer, when your customer's like, Oh, I need that. They'll remember you because you've showed up consistently for them throughout the day consistently because I haven't seen the same post that Mina has seen of yours. We look at different times, but you've Mm -hmm. shown up consistently for us throughout the days, you know? So that's just a great Mm -hmm. example of interacting with your customers without even kind of trying. So don't let anyone, I don't want any of you to be like, what if you don't have a life you do find three (laughs) things that you find three things that you do during your day and start to just document that Annika from Hey Mavens has talked about, she got a huge following from showing baby birds that created a nest outside her house. There are some things that you could probably find that will be unique. Um, and then there's the things that you do consistently. So I don't want anyone to get like stuck there and be like, I need to, I need to sell everything and get an RV. So, yeah. Yeah. And our, our life is, I mean, we don't, we have day-to-day tasks. Like we're not always out adventuring. I mean, we have homeschool. My husband works full time. I run this. So your husband works too. Yeah. 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 I, so I and, don't know yeah. how you guys are doing it. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, we, you know, we have daily things that we have to get done. You know, we're not just not being responsible and just (laughs) living this free for our life. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think that's just kind of part of it is, is show the people that, 
you know, you have a dream, you have a passion, because that's going to show, you know, whether it's through the video or through your social media posts, it doesn't have to be this perfect thing. It took me a long time to kind of clear my, and you guys still remind me, you know, it's not necessarily about this perfectly curated picture. Um, give them the story, tell them the background about it. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, um, as we're wrapping up this episode, what is a piece of advice? And you actually, I feel like you've given it to us, but I'm going to ask you, what's a piece of advice you would like to leave some other product bosses on their journey? Um, there's so many. <laughs> I would say to this will probably encompass my whole concept, but um, keep it simple. Like you guys have said, um, this process has really made me rethink some of the products that I used to make, um, you know, just focus on the simple things, focus on, you know, specific colors or designs and really push that type of, of concept um, and keep it simple, like just throughout your life. If there's things that are cluttering and, and taking your time away from you, then try to back off of that and just keep going, show up. Yeah, I love that. And Brooke, can you let all of our listeners know where they can buy from you, talk about you? Our website is www.behappy with a E, so a, or B-E-H-A-P-P-E designs.com. And then you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at designs. Okay. Thank you so much, we'll Brooke. It's been a show notes. pleasure. Yes. It'll be all in the show notes. Make sure you follow her Instagram because it is super interesting and you can, you know, cheer her on as she's figuring it out. So thanks so much, Brooke. It's been such a pleasure and we can't wait for everybody to go follow you. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by the shop one in five pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. Hey friends, Mina and I created the shop one in five pledge, and we're inviting you to take the pledge with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most, because the truth is your purchasing power matters now more than ever. We're inviting you to take the pledge. If you head to shop one in five, Dot com. The link is in the show notes. And when you get there, please make sure to share the pledge with your friends, your family, and your customers. Let's invite everyone to take the Shop 1 in 5 pledge so that we can all use our purchasing power to change lives.